0: Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, in Christ Jesus, our Lord and our Savior, sadly living in a sad day of apostasy you're witnessing the falling away of the church and to family members friends and foes and even foes in the family and to the standing between the living and the dead service family members this Is the prayer devotional memorial family evangelistic service? My beloved, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International, with the White House daily reading of the chronological Bible, episode number 536 where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows you to read the whole Bible as a single story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history. Today we are reading Second Chronicles chapter 6, verses 23 through 32. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I praise you and I thank you for your holy word. I pray that you would give me your energy, your strength, your unction, and your anointing And the power of your Holy Spirit to read your Holy Word To understand your Holy Word and to comprehend your Holy Word And to apply it to my own life and help others to do the same Help us to love it more and to cherish it more and to obey it more to teach it, preach it, and to preach your holy gospel so that others may come to know you as Savior. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for our sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, men and women, boys and girls, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing. Thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible at Second Chronicles chapter 6 verses 23 through 32. Then hear thou from heaven, and do, and judge thy servants by requiting the wicked, by recompensing his way upon his own head, and by justifying the righteous, by giving him according to his righteousness. And if thy people Israel be put to the worse before the enemy, because they have sinned against thee, and shall return and confess thy name, and pray and make supplication before thee in this house. Then hear thou from the heavens, and forgive the sin of thy people Israel, and bring them again unto the land which thou gavest to them and to their fathers, when the heaven is shut up and there is no rain, because they have sinned against thee, yet if they pray toward this place, and confess thy name, and turn from their sin, when thou doest afflict them, then hear thou from heaven, and forgive the sin of thy servants and of thy people Israel when thou hast taught them the good way wherein they should walk and sin reign upon thy land which thou hast given unto thy people for an inheritance. If there be dearth in the land, if there be pestilence, if there be blasting or mildew, locusts, or caterpillars, if their enemies besiege them in the cities of their land, whatsoever sore or whatsoever sickness there be, then what prayer or what supplication soever shall be made of any man or of all thy people Israel, when every one shall know his own sore and his own grief, and shall spread forth his hands in this house. Then hear thou from heaven thy dwelling place, and forgive, and render unto every man according unto all his ways, whose heart thou knowest, for thou only knowest the hearts of the children of men. That they may fear thee to walk in thy ways, so long as they live in the land which thou gavest unto our fathers. Moreover, concerning the stranger, which is not of thy people Israel, but is come from a far country for thy great name's sake, and thy mighty hand, and thy stretched out arm, if they come and pray in this house, shall we pray? Holy Father God, thank you for reminding us today the importance of prayer, and the power of prayer, and the power of your grace, and your forgiveness available to us. Uh, When we mess up, we confess up, and uh, Lord have continued mercy and grace upon us all. And forgive us of our sins, for we have messed up here in America, in your church. Thank you for your chastisement. Thank you for your love and mercy that things are not any worse than what they are. But we are under your chastisement, painful chastisement. And thank you for sparing some of us, some of us in these difficult days. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for us sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends and foes, and even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead service family members this is 700 plus services since the coming in of the coronavirus plague this is your servant Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International, with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's classic book, Morning and Evening. This is the podcast. This is episode number 573. Today, my dear friends, our devotional reading, reading chosen by the great servant of the Lord, Charles Haddon Spurgeon is 2 Corinthians 7, verse 10. For godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation, not to be repented of, but the sorrow of the world worketh death. Genuine spiritual mourning for sin is the work of the Spirit of God. repentance is to choice a flower repentance is to choice a flower to grow in nature's garden pearls grow naturally in oysters but penitence never shows itself in sinners except divine grace works in it in them. If thou hast one particle of real hatred for sin, God must have given it thee. For human nature's thorns never produced a single fig. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the flesh is flesh true repentance has a distinct reference to the savior when we repent of sin we must have one eye upon sin and another upon the cross us still if we fix both our eyes upon Christ and see our transgressions only in the light of his love his grace his mercy and his blood true sorrow for sin is eminently practical no man may say he hates sin if he lives in sin repentance makes us see the evil of sin not merely as a theory but experimentally Amen. As a burnt child dreads fire, we shall be as much afraid of it as a man who has lately been stopped and robbed is afraid of the thief upon the highway. And we shall shun it, shun it in everything, not in great things only, but in little things, as men shun little vipers as well as great snakes. True mourning for sin will make us very jealous over our tongue, lest it should say a wrong word. We shall be very watchful over our daily actions, lest in anything we offend, and each night we shall close the day with painful confessions. Of shortcoming and each morning awaken with anxious prayers that this day God would hold us up that we may not sin against him Lord deliver us from temptation evil and sin uh, sincere repentance I, I took the liberty to add that part sincere repentance is continual Believers repent until their dying day. Sincere, allow me to repeat that, beloved. You need to hear this. Sincere repentance is continual. Believers repent of their sins until their dying day. This dropping well is not intermittent. Every other sorrow yields to time but this dear sorrow grows with our growth and it is so sweet and bitter that we thank God we are permitted to enjoy and to suffer it until we enter our eternal rest. Glory be to God. Go ahead Spurgeon. Let's pray. Holy Father God we praise you and we thank you for this magnificent time together. And we give you all of the glory, praise, and honor. Thank you for encouraging our hearts, giving us some gasoline, giving us some fuel to go down the road a little further. It is so necessary and such a blessing. And we thank you for it. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for sake. Amen. I can't sing, but I want to sing. Glory, glory, hallelujah, since I live my burning down. Glory, glory, hallelujah, since I live now, burden down. I feel better, so much better. Beloved, we move to the family verses as always in all of our devotional services. Uh, we look at what I have dubbed the family verses. This is our family segment where we remind you from the Word of God what God has commanded you, man, you, woman. You, child, everybody in the family, God has commanded uh, each person in the family exactly what He expects of you and wants you to do. And if you do it, you'll have peace and joy and happiness uh, in your marriage, and your marriage will be successful, and success is staying together I've never met a divorced person, male or female, uh, who did not regret it, no matter what the grounds for the divorce, and I've never met a person who has been divorced, if they're honest, they will admit that uh, it was the most painful thing in their lives. Now, that's a fact. That's across the board. That's across the board. Now, I'm talking about saved people. Now, if they're lost, there's no telling. But uh, we are back around to wives. My wife is standing here with me, uh, having me in the ministry, and uh, uh, mad at the same time, because I don't know to have a room. But be that as it may, we give God the glory anyway. Ephesians chapter five, verses twenty two through twenty four. And uh and before you say something, uh what are you doing? You know it's always the man's fault. No, that's a lie, and 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 if you're divorced and remarried, then shut up because you don't know what you're talking about. Uh My wife, who's standing right beside me, is my first and only wife, and I'm her first and only husband. We've been married for over 34 years, going on 35. So, uh, uh, we don't want to hear that noise. Uh, And here's how you can stay with your husband and your wife. Wives, verse 22, submit yourselves unto your own husbands. As unto the Lord That's the first uh, verse This is a commandment This is not a suggestion Uh, It does not matter What your girlfriends have to say about it It does not matter how you feel about it Uh, The commandments are things you do It doesn't make any difference what you think about it. I know you, I know the American way tells you that you have freedom to question things and question uh, God and all of that but that's not how it is in God's economy. According to God you have no choice in the matter. Uh, as far as being blessed of the Lord now you have a choice to disobey it and or, or, or to obey it. It's up to you. But you, you have no choice if, if you want to be blessed of the Lord. No choice. God will bless your obedience. Even though you don't understand it. For the husband is the head of the wife. Even as Christ is the head of the church. And he is the savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. You say, well, preacher, has your wife done all of this? No. But thank God, God chose to give her a husband who did not let her get away with her evil and uh, did not tolerate her not obeying God's commandment. And, uh, uh, and she has uh, suffered the consequences of not being obedient to her husband. Uh, God has not blessed her because she has refused in her pride to cheerfully and joyfully obey this passage of Holy Scripture. And I believe that she chose not to obey it because she is not saved. I believe a person, I believe a Christian person, no matter what the Bible says to them, if they're truly born again, they will understand it in such a way that they will strive to obey it and oftentimes will be victorious in obeying it. Because for a saved person, the the commandments of God are not grievous or grievous in no way, shape, form, or fashion. Your pride may not like it. Your flesh may not like it. Your mom and them may not like it. And your girlfriend may not like it, but you're going to do what God has commanded you to do, be you male or female, if you're saved. Young adult, old adult, it makes no difference. Teenagers, once they're truly saved, will obey the word of the Lord. Wives obey this commandment today, not in some perfunctory, mechanical, forced way, phony way, but from your heart with the help of the Holy Ghost of God. And you'll be blessed. Don't worry about what he's doing. Let God take care of him. You pray to God without ceasing and you submit to your husband, I guarantee you God will bless your life. It may be an end time to come situation. And you're going to have to have faith in God and you're going to have to wait on what God is going to do for you. But he will do some wonderful things in your life. And that's what I mean when I tell you that my wife has suffered the consequences from God by not obeying this passage. That's just the reality. She's standing right here. She knows it's true. God knows it's true. The children know it's true. And so there's things that she could be reaping right now, beneficial things, wonderful things, great things, that she's not. And she's mad about it. She doesn't like it. Uh, she wants to, uh, everything that the other wives get, but she didn't do her job. Uh, she didn't walk by faith and, and do her job. and And so therefore, in time to come, yields much of nothing. You say, well, I believe that you, you know, give it to her anyway and let her have all the things that the other wives have anyway and put her on the pedestal even though she has not done a job. That's your problem. See, you have been deluded into thinking that no matter what the woman does, she ought to still get everything. Now, the man ought to be punished, the children ought to be punished, but the wife, if mom ain't happy, ain't nobody happy happy wife have happy life my foot I'm, I'm going to be happy whether my wife is happy or not this is between her and God this right here this verse arrives submit yourselves unto your own husband unto them that's between her and God I have nothing to do with that and, and it's not contingent upon what I do contrary to what the false uh, ...fake pastors and preachers have taught in our evangelical circles, bible believing circles. Thousands of pastors have taken these lies hook, line, and sinker. And so have the men and women in the church. If mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. The wife ought to get everything she wants. The mother ought to get everything she wants. And, then I, and listen to me, many of these wives... And mothers are not worth a flip. Do you hear me? And you know it. And all you women know, you know it. Uh, I don't have to call you a bitch. You call yourselves bitches and hoes. I, I don't. A man does not have to call you that. You call yourselves that, and you wear it with a badge of honor. You like it you're so wicked and so evil got people deceived thinking you're so holy and wonderful got the pastor and the pastor's wife deceived got the got your husband deceived and got him tamed like a little puppy uh, you were attracted to, to some of that dog that was in him now you know you, uh, you, you, you beat him down to a little puppy He's your little pet. He's to come in when you call him and go out when you don't want him anymore. It's, it's a sad state of affairs. Sad state of affairs. In my case, in, 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 in my relationship with my wife, who's standing right here with me, you say, well, she's not sitting. I'm sitting, she's standing, and she's, what is her job? She moves with the mouse. That's what she does. Okay. No. So in our relationship, it's not uh, I come to her when she wants me. She comes to me when I want her. And then when I'm through with her, I don't want to uh, deal with her anymore, talk with her anymore. She she must go away from me. (laughs) Look at your faces. I'm shocked. You know why? Because you never heard the truth before. Uh, She's here to serve me and to help me. And in doing so, she's serving God. I'm not here to help her and to serve her. Uh, She's here to serve me and to be a help to me. And therein lies her blessing. And whether you like it or not, we all have our roles, my sisters. Yes, and my brothers. And you need to do your role, you need to do your thing. We don't need the Dallas Mavericks coach uh, running out on the ba- basketball court, even though he may feel like it and go score the points himself, he has daunts for that. Uh, I know he used to play, but you can't play now. <laughs> so we need a husband and a wife, and they need to know their roles. And contrary to what the devil and the people who follow the devil are trying to do in America today, you cannot change that. That's all fixed. God gave a wife to be a help to her husband. she does not, and, and a mother to his children. A loving mother to his children. And if she does not do that, that's a problem. That's a problem, man, all day long. And, 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 and I mentioned how that we have women today who are not that. Most, you, most of you women, you don't get mad at me when you listen to me by yourself or with your girlfriends. You don't get mad at me when you listen to me with your husband. And he was sitting over there petrified because he doesn't, <laughs> you know, you don't like it. And if he tries to agree with me at all, that's a problem. But anyway, uh, I, I said earlier that many women in are not worth the fib and all you women know it. That's why you don't get mad at me. That's why you keep on listening. Because you know I'm telling the truth. You, you just don't want your husband to hear it. That's fine. So that's the game you play. What I'm talking about is this beautiful woman, uh, I think she's like in her 70s. She stopped by the grocery store in Buffalo the other day and she was killed. (coughs) Pardon me. And may I say to you, listen, if a man or whatever is going on in his head... If a man will shoot an almost 80-year-old woman who just stopped by the grocery store, which is one of the last pleasures uh, in our society. Huh? Well, let me assure you that he will kill you in a heartbeat. And I'm talking primarily to men. Young men, middle aged men, if he will kill an, a beautiful old lady with a military style gun, I assure you, uh, a demon possessed man like that will kill you in a split second and won't think anything of it. And you could be praying the Lord's Prayer. But that's my side note. This dear lady. She loved her husband and she served her husband. Watch this. Her husband was in a nursing home. Evidently, He had some medical issues or whatever. He had to go to a nursing home to be better taken care of. You know, many nursing homes and, and you know, we used to call them old folks' homes and all of that. They are really an extension of the medical system. Um... To take care of patients that, you know, it's just too expensive to keep them in the hospital. And and they, 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 they uh, you know, they, they're sent to a hospice or something like that because they're going to die. Well, his wife, she's staying at the house, I guess. Which I've never heard of this before, but... Um, um, maybe I, I guess she stays there to keep the house and she, but she goes to, anyway, she goes to see her husband every day, and tried to take care of him there. That's a good wife, and he probably has, has had a stroke or something where he can't do much and can't talk and all that kind of stuff like that. When, when things get that bad, that's, that's normally what has happened. But that's a good wife. Uh, that's old school wife. See, we used to have those even in the black community and the white community, wives who stuck by their husbands. And uh, they showed a picture of her hugging his neck and, and with a big old smile. You could tell she loves her husband. Well, many women are not that way today. <clears throat> It. Thank God for those older Saints Who were that way Anyway We'll come back here tomorrow And deal with this commandment again For you women For you wives And if you're saved deep down on the inside You feel real warm and fuzzy That the man of God uh, Daniel White the Third is preaching and teaching on it. If you're lost and on your way to hell, you're mad as fire, uh, like my wife is right now. And there's nothing but uh, Pharaoh-style pride that makes you that way. You don't want to submit to anybody. And so I tell senior women, including my daughters, if you don't want to submit to your husband and obey your husband and Uh, follow uh, what he wants you to do, then don't get married. Because that's going to be a natural conflict all day long throughout your whole marriage. Uh, As they say in Jamaica, where my wife is from, uh, who's who's, who's the bigger boss? In my household, and I don't care if she's Jamaican or not, I'm the bigger boss. I make no mistake about it. Things are gonna go the way I want them to go because daddy knows best. Anyway, join me in prayer for some other people and especially other families and uh, uh, families that are not saved and families that are. Holy Father God, we pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray for the salvation of families that don't know your Savior. Lord uh, save their souls. We pray for families that are saved in need and need an awakening or revival and or healing. And Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ For the salvation of the lost For the revival of the saved For the healing of the sick For the comfort of the grieving Around the world, across this country uh, In our communities, in our churches, in our families, and in our lives and Lord God in heaven, we pray for all people who are in the ministry of government. And Lord, I pray that you would save those who are lost, revive those who are saved, cast out the devil and the demons of hell out of those who are demon-possessed. And Lord, lead, guide, and direct all people who are in the ministry of government, in the way that you would have them to go, that we may lead peaceful lives. And Lord, we pray that you will help every government minister to do your will, and not theirs. And we pray for government officials around the globe. And Holy Father God, I pray In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for um, all Christians who are being persecuted we pray for the family for the young lady who stood for you and is standing for you uh, uh, and, and is standing for you who was uh, badly wounded and killed because of her stand for the faith in christ comfort that family and other families that are losing uh christian people due to persecution prepare us lord for our time here in america as well We pray for all of the families of the Christians that have been impacted in Buffalo and in Orange County, uh, California. Comfort them as only you can. Strengthen the families as only you can. Heal their minds because and due to these sins. And we pray that you grant all of these people your grace and strength. And the power of your Holy Spirit for such a time as this. And Lord, we uh, pray also for the millions of people who are hurting from the coronavirus plague. In this country and around the globe. As we have already. But Lord, now we pray for a few people by name. We pray, Lord, for the family and friends of Louisiana resident Roy Colman. We pray for the family and friends of Texas resident R- Rose Lane. We pray for the family and friends of Mississippi resident Callie Lee. We pray for the family and friends of Texas resident Tracy Anderson. We pray for the family and friends of New Jersey resident Robert Gaucher. And uh, Lord, we pray now for all of the people who have gotten saved. Uh, rather, we pray for all the people who have sent in prayer requests here and answer their prayers and hear and answer our prayers for them continuously. And we pray for the thousands that have sent in prayer requests down through the years. Thank you, Lord, for the thousands of answers to prayer. We pray now for salvation, spiritual, family, life, financial, material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings <clears throat> upon me, Lord, upon all of these uh, families and individuals that have sent in prayer requests down through the years. And we pray that uh, you will continue to hear and answer their prayers and our prayers for them. We pray now, uh, Lord, by name for Tammy. Please bless her with the money she needs. We pray for Jillian. Please give her guidance, direction, purpose. Uh, show her what her calling is. Give her wisdom, confidence, support, and new opportunities regarding lifestyle and all relationships protect her from spiritual attacks deliver her from unclean spirits and any curses in her life help her to be closer connected to you lord jesus christ we pray for nita please heal her and her sister from multiple chemical sensitivities bless them with their house and help them not to be afraid And now, Lord, we pray for all of the people who have believed in you, Lord Jesus Christ, through the preaching of the gospel, and from the preaching of your holy word, those who were already saved and who have rededicated their life to you. We pray, Lord, for Vivian, Nora, Esbon, Ogera, and Sibir. We pray for Diamond, Pat, Ralwell, Ouel, and Abel. Commit all of your souls, Lord, we commit all of your souls into your hands. And let your will be done in their lives and in ours. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for our sake. Amen.
1: Now, dear friend, if you are with us today, if you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, John 3.16 states, For God so loved the world, these are the words of Jesus Christ, God so loved the world, that means that if you are in this world, God loves you. That He gave His only begotten Son, God gave up His only begotten Son to suffer and to bleed and to die on the cross for your sins. He shed innocent blood on the cross for your sins because Jesus Christ never committed a sin in word, in thought, in attitude or in deed. Yes, you can have a sinful attitude. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son up to suffer and to bleed and to die on the cross. For our sins, however, our lies, our stealing, our lusting after people and things, coveting after people and things, what other people have, our disrespect and dishonor and disobedience, and having bad attitudes towards our parents, our uh, taking God's name in vain, and so many other sins. These are just five of the Ten Commandments. If we have broke one of them, we have broken the whole law according to the Bible. Jesus died for all of our wickedness and all of our sins. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, he was speaking of himself, that whosoever believeth in him, the word whosoever means anybody at any time, the word believeth means to trust in, to have faith in him, Jesus Christ. Should not perish, that is, you will not go to hell, but have everlasting life. So, dear friend, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ today, so that you can be saved from the torments of hell. For the Bible teaches that once you die unsaved, if you die without believing in Christ, you will immediately wake up in the torments of hell. If you want to avoid that and wake up in heaven and in the arms of Jesus Christ, if you will, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ down here. For the Bible says in Romans ten nine and 13 that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shalt be saved. For whosoever, whosoever, there's that word again, whosoever, anybody at any time, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. It's very simple to be saved, very easy to be saved, contrary to what people will tell you. You don't have to be in a church building to get saved. You don't have to join a church to get saved. You don't have to get baptized to get saved. You don't have to give any money to the church to get saved. You don't have to shake the preacher's hand. You don't have to raise your hand. You don't have to walk down the aisle. You don't have to do anything to get saved. But believe in Jesus Christ and call on his name. And pray and ask him to save you. And he will do so, my beloved. If he did it for me, he'll do it for you. So believe in your heart. Only you can do that. That Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day. Pray with me the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Let's pray. Holy Father God in heaven, I acknowledge that I am a wicked sinner And I admit that I have broken your Ten Commandments. I have indeed committed some of those sins that were mentioned earlier by the preacher. And Holy Father God I admit that I deserve to go to hell just like a criminal deserves to go to jail. For Jesus Christ's sake please forgive me of all of my crimes and sins. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and uh, into my spirit and save my soul. As I now believe with all of my heart in your holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day, And Lord, I I do not understand it all, but I thank you for it all. And I believe it all. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul. And change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. And help me to truly repent of my sins past. And to truly repent of my sins present. And to turn from my evil life. And to follow you, Lord Jesus, in the new life. For it is in your name I do pray. Amen. Mm. Now, dear friend of mine, if you just believed in the Lord Jesus Christ with all of your heart as your Lord and Savior, and you prayed that prayer with me and you meant it from your heart, I declare to you uh, that based upon the Word of God, the Holy Bible, that I just shared with you, you are now saved from hell and you're on your way to heaven. Welcome to the family of God, dear friend. I want to congratulate you on doing the most important thing in life and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ Jesus, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John chapter 10 verse 9, Uh, And this is what the book title is based on. I am the door, Jesus Christ said. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you, is my prayer.